Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and I've got a fun new book to talk about today. I'm going to give you a sneak preview of our newest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Miracles and More, which is coming out on February 6th. This book is filled with stories about really miraculous, amazing events. And I want to share two of them with you today, two really weird coincidences. In the first story, Anne-Marie Tate tells us that she and her husband, Joe, were driving from California back to Philadelphia after his discharge from the Navy. And they were in a really old Pontiac Le Mans, which was not in great shape, but they had chosen to ignore that fact. And That car was just lurching its way up every hill and kind of wheezing down the other side. And they had actually shown the car to two different mechanics in San Francisco before they set out on their cross-country drive. And of course, San Francisco has plenty of hills to demonstrate the problem on, but the car behaved perfectly for the mechanics. So they set off on their trip with their car still acting like this, and they were causing traffic jams every time they crawled up a hill. And one morning, they were going up this huge hill, and they decided they would pull over to let a car go past them. But instead, the driver pulled over right behind them. And he stepped out of his car, and he came over to them with a smile. And he said, hi, it looks like you two are having some car trouble. He introduced himself and said that his name was Tom. And then he started talking to Anne-Marie's husband, Joe, about the car. And Anne-Marie stayed in the car, but Joe got out and talked to Tom. and. Joe stuck his head back in the window a few minutes later and asked Anne-Marie if she had a pencil. So she gave him a pencil, and he gave it to Tom, and Tom slid right under the car with that pencil. By this time, Anne-Marie had joined Joe on the side of the road to watch this stranger who had decided to work on their car for them. And when the stranger came out, he said, well, that should do it. And then he explained that the fuel system of the Pontiac Le Mans had a flaw in it. When the engine warmed up, the hose that provided fuel to the engine would stop working on hills because there was another hose that would siphon gas back out of the engine. And the only way to fix it was to plug the hose that was siphoning the gas back out, which Tom had done by plugging it with a pencil. So how did Tom know to do this? It turned out that he was a retired automotive engineer, but not just any retired automotive engineer. Tom had actually been part of the original team that designed the Pontiac Le Mans. And I went on the internet and looked it up and found his name. So Tom really knew his way around that engine. And there he was driving along behind them that morning on their cross-country trip. 
nowhere near where he had been on the design team, nowhere near where they lived or where they were going. It was a total coincidence. But when he saw that Pontiac Le Mans crawling up that hill, he realized that he knew exactly how to fix their car. And so he did. Well, that was a cool coincidence. And now I'm going to share another one, a story that I'm pretty sure you're going to be telling your friends. In fact, I was telling this story to friends over dinner a couple of weeks ago, and they were astounded by it. And I was lucky enough to speak to the woman who wrote the story, Sheila Quarles, recently, and she told me how the whole thing got started. I've been seeing a gifted healer named Kathy as part of a holistic approach to treating the symptoms of my traumatic brain injury. And then one day, as our session ended, she asked me suddenly, could you possibly be adopted? Well, I just laughed and said, I don't know. I do have a birth certificate with the names of both of my parents who raised me on it. However, you know, I always felt different from everyone else in the family, so I wouldn't be surprised about that. So Sheila decided that she would call her parents and just ask them, am I adopted? And when she questioned her father, he started stammering, and then she asked her mother, and her mother's response was evasive. So Sheila started searching for more information. After several frustrating months with no results, I just decided to stop searching and let go and let God. And then six months later, when I was on the phone with Kathy, complaining that my mother expected me to go to this three-hour Christmas celebration that we always go to, Kathy asked, well, what do you want to do? And I responded, just sit on an island somewhere. She encouraged me and said that if I decided to go to the island, she would go with me. So Christmas was only a month away, and most places were already booked. But I told my travel agent that I was flexible as long as the flight wasn't more than three hours. And she said that if I was willing to drive 100 miles to Philadelphia, fly out on Christmas Day, and return on New Year's Eve, she could get us to St. Thomas in the U.S. Virgin Islands. So off they went. Sheila and Kathy went off to St. Thomas, and they were very disappointed the first day because the beach near their hotel was small and crowded. So they decided that they would try the other side of the island the next day, and they randomly chose a restaurant in another hotel to have breakfast before going to the beach. And then the most amazing thing happened. Well, the restaurant was practically empty. So we were surprised when the waitress sat two women right beside us. But soon we were chatting and sharing stories about how we arrived at this very isolated location. And we were so engrossed in conversation that an hour passed before we even exchanged names. When I handed them my business card, which said Sheila Quarles on it, one of the women stared at it. And then she said, you know, I had a sister who was adopted by a Quarles family in Washington, D.C. And I answered, I am from D.C. And she looked at me and said, well, you know, I remember hearing the adults discussing how this family was, had promised to take care of her feet, which needed very special attention. And so then I said, I had trouble with my feet. And I had to wear very special shoes. She answered, well, 
we heard she was modeling and we didn't understand how she could do that with her foot problems. So Sheila then told this woman that she had been a model for a department store. And then Sheila began to cry because she had realized something. She was sitting next to her biological sister. And that sister told her that she had started looking for her six months earlier when their mother had died. Now, her sister didn't even live on St. Thomas. She lived on another U.S. Virgin Island, St. Croix, and she was just visiting a friend of hers on St. Thomas when they, too, randomly decided to try this restaurant for breakfast and then were randomly seated inexplicably right next to Sheila and Kathy. So Sheila went home with her biological sister that day. They flew together to St. Croix, and there Sheila was reunited with her birth family, and she discovered so many similarities with them. You know, when I arrived at her home, we actually had some of the same items. We had even sent out the same holiday greeting cards. We had so much in common, from the music she played to the furniture she picked, and I I just felt as though I was home. Amazing. I asked Sheila what she had learned from this experience, and here's her answer. Well, that year, by deciding to do something very different for Christmas, I set off on a miraculous journey and discovered my truth. It so changed my life that I'm now devoted to helping others do the same by working with Kathy and her business and her journey. Amazing, right? Two amazing coincidences in our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Miracles and More, which you can find on our website, chickensoup.com, by clicking the podcast button and looking at our featured books. And you can pick up a copy for yourself or as a gift starting February 6th at Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, your local independent bookstore, Walmart, Rite Aid, Target, Kroger, Amazon, Chapters, Indigo, Costco, Canada and wherever else books are sold. And if you pre-order it now, you'll actually receive it on the 6th. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Please make sure you subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you like to get your podcasts so that each new episode will be automatically downloaded into your phone. Come back for our next episode to hear about family reunions, and travel of a different kind, I'll be chatting with Nina Samuel from HomeAway about the home rental business. If you've ever wondered about renting a house for a vacation instead of staying in a hotel, or if you've ever wondered about listing your vacation home to make some extra revenue, you're going to find this interview very interesting. Interesting.